0: Welcome to Scenes of Beauty, a platform that is here to empower you to embrace your most authentic self and celebrate your own version of beauty, whatever that might be. I'm Chloe and I'm making it my mission to help people find and live their truest selves. If you're enjoying listening to the podcast and taking things away from it, hit the follow and subscribe button, share with friends and on your socials. I'm at the very beginning of the Scenes of Beauty journey and it helps more than you know to grow the platform. This episode of the Scenes of Beauty podcast is sponsored by the number one eyelash brand in Europe, Tatty Lashes. We all know that I'm quite pared back, natural, and I love authentic beauty, but I'm obsessed with these lashes. Tatty Lashes have a huge variety of eyelashes for you to try, including strip lashes and individual lashes. So there really is something for everyone and every occasion. Whether you like big fluffy lashes and you like going full glam, or you're a bit more like me and you love to add a few individual lashes just for a bit of an elevated look, they have you covered. Tatty Lashes are a brand that I have been using and wearing for years. The quality is amazing. They're super easy to apply, even for someone like me. And you can wear the lashes time and time again, which I absolutely love. They also have a ton of lash tools, tweezers, cleaning kits and a super easy applicator, which is now one of my staple products. Lashes are one of those things that just make me feel so much better about myself. I don't know about you, but when I have them on, I feel complete, elevated and super glam. Tatty Lashes have given the Scenes of Beauty listeners 15% off of their products site-wide with code SCENES15. That's S-C-E-N-E-S-15. So head to tattylashes.com and get yours now.
1: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Giggy Palmer.
0: Rach Leary, YouTuber, beauty queen and all-round babe. Rach and I sit down to go deeper into her story and journey of becoming a content creator and how she's built her foundations to get to where she is today. Rach is one of the OG beauty vloggers. She was really at the heart of social media and has played a big role in it becoming a more authentic space. She shows all of the glam and fun lifestyle stuff but also shows her reality and realism when it comes to showing the behind the scenes of her life. Something that I think makes her really relatable. One thing that is constant throughout Rachel's content is her energy, positivity but also the ability that she has to keep it real and remain really grounded. I asked her how she manages to stay so true to who she is and not get carried away with everything that comes with the rise of having a social presence and building up a following. Rach is obviously known for her beauty content and Get Ready With Me's so we touch on her journey with beauty and makeup. She shares her tips for full glam, her favourite products and we dive deeper into the background of her beauty and chat style content. Something we did go more into is about beauty being more than skin deep. Rach goes into why she prioritises personality and who you are on the inside over how you look. While we were talking she mentioned the phrase appreciate your uniqueness which I absolutely loved. If you're struggling with how you look, or your body, or just feeling insecure in general, this is such a good episode to empower you to just be you. I really, really hope you enjoy it. Here's Richie's version of beauty. Hi Rachel.
3: Hi. How are you? I'm good. I'm suddenly like very excited and nervous at the same time to be here. (laughs) I don't know why. You press record and I'm like, here we go.
0: Here we go. It is live it is live I always do you always freak out I'm like am I actually recording this I mean if I had one of those I probably would but like
3: I'm just like on zoom praying that my guests just like press record and nine times out of ten they haven't so luckily I did um how are you I'm good a little bit tired a little bit pooped out over my weekend but I feel like that's just me like on the regular but other than that I'm I'm fab thank you how was your weekend what did you get up to I was down in Devon, I was not necessarily hosting, sorry, I was, like, setting up and, like, organizing one of my best friend's birthday dinners. They have, like, a house down in Devon, and I really love to, like, host and, like, decorate and stuff, um, so I, like, took it upon myself, me and my other friend, and we were just, like, you're obviously hosting us, but, like, let us do, like, the decorating for the dining room and stuff, so, yeah, it was just kind of a weekend of lots of bubbles and... Getting glam and just, like, having a nice time in the countryside. It was really nice. nice. Wholesome. Yes. Really Literally, that's, that's the name of, like, my vlog that's going up. It's, like, a wholesome weekend in Devon. Nice.
0: Um, before we get into vlogging and YouTube and kind of your career in social media, I just... I like to, to use the podcast as an opportunity for your listeners and for your, like, viewers as well as mine, but to go back, because I think we were chatting a little bit before we started this, and i think as someone with a social following like a lot of your followers won't know who you were before social media mm-hmm. so i like to just go back a little. i'm, got I'm, not, I'm, I'm, <laughs> s- s- I'm smiling face.
3: because like no one's actually really like asked me that before not that there's like this big like story to tell yeah, yeah, yeah. but just like no one's really asked me that so like what what do you want to know where should we start so you're from surrey yes yeah not always um actually no I was born in Surrey, but not the area that I grew up in. And then my dad's job meant there was a lot of traveling. So basically, as soon as I was born, we moved to Australia for four years. So like, okay. I lived in Australia from when I was like one till I was like four or five. And then came back to like a similar sort of area. And I'd spent like nursery in Australia. So then just like started school like in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um again moved around like a fair bit but like all yeah, all sort of in like the Surrey area. So that's kind of where the, the posh voice comes from. <laughs>
0: the well spoken yeah. non monk accent. Um how many you've got
3: siblings? Just one sister okay. who's older than me and we always joke because we don't look like anything alike. Don't so you? if like my sister was to walk in I think you'd be like that, that's your sister, <laughs> but I think that's mainly it's weird, like we don't look alike, but she looks like my mum when she mm-hmm. was a child, like the spit image. And everyone always says I'm more on my dad's side, but I feel like as we've gotten older, my sister looks more like my dad, and I look more like my mum. So we look like yeah. our parents. There's no questions there. We were like, are we? Are we sure we're like related? But no, we, we when we're all together, we definitely all look like a family. But yeah, it's just the one older sister. Nice. And then
0: your. Because when I think of you, I obviously think of YouTube, but then I also think of Manchester.
3: Me, you? Yeah, I, get, I do. Like, you know, I get so many questions about Manchester being like, tell me all the places to go. Like, hi, like I'm coming up for the weekend. Like, where are the places? And I'm like, I've only lived here for like two years, everyone. like, I wasn't like born and bred like here, like to know these places. I'm low-key finding them out just like when everyone else is. But I obviously look like I'm um, here, there and everywhere and like know <laughs> the places to go. So I'll like take it as a compliment. Yeah, but
0: okay so we just jumped around a bit but let's talk about like high school and then your journey to starting youtube
3: Mm -hmm. so i went to a school in guildford george abbott i I actually don't know if it's big up anymore but like um and yeah basically was there and then like i think when people went to like college and stuff we had like a sixth form there so i stayed on um at my school doing the sixth form I kind of had intentions of going to university, like, I got the grades to go, I, um, went to, like, some open days and stuff, but it was literally in sixth form, like, probably, like, my last year of sixth form, when I decided that I wanted to do, like, make YouTube videos and stuff, and back then, it was so much less competitive than it is now. I remember going home after school and watching people, like, Tanya Burr, do a makeup tutorial, and, like, you know, those kind of people. And I was also working at MAC. Like, we had a MAC counter in our, like, House of Fraser in town. So I was doing makeup and, like, really loved makeup. I was the girl that was, like, wearing makeup to school and, like, well, in, like, the most subtle way possible because we weren't allowed to <laughs> yeah, wear makeup yeah. at school, but, like, just, like, the best that I can.
0: Yeah.
3: And, um, yeah, I don't know. I would just go home after school and everyone that I was watching on YouTube was just a lot older than me, and I just thought, there's nobody just like sat in their bedroom my age, like because literally back then there was no one doing yeah, it. Yeah. So I was just like maybe, I'll, well no one that I like knew as such, but little did I know there was like this big community out there that would yeah. soon become like some of my closest friends. Um, Yeah, like doing that, so I just thought I'll just make a video because one of the things that I studied at school was photography and stuff, so the whole like editing side of things. I really love and like to this day I edit all of my own videos and like just all of my own content in general. I really enjoy that side of things and I love taking as much as it might seem like I love having pictures taken of myself. I actually love being the person behind the camera and yeah. taking amazing pictures of my friends. Like I think sometimes you either have a vision or you don't sometimes because when I ask my <laughs> friends to take pictures of me, I'm like, yeah, no, that's not like what I saw like happening. But um, yeah, I just kind of put two and two together and thought... I really love makeup, I really love like editing videos and stuff like that, I don't know anyone my age like doing it so I'm sure there might just be like a gap in the market and as much as I really want to delete it, my first video is so like funny (laughs) to me, like I don't speak, it's just me (laughs) doing makeup and it's going at like speed 12 doing this like Glam witch (laughs) Halloween makeup And there's like lightning in the background Like I think Like every part of me wants to delete it But I just think for the memories I need to keep it And it's only It was only like my third video I think Where This is why I've always been an Ariana Grande stan But like she did a music video With The Weeknd or something And I remember watching it thinking Her makeup looks really good And I feel like people want to search for her makeup because back then that's what we did like if Mm -hmm. you watched music you'd be like oh my god like Ariana Grande inspired makeup about this so actually the foundation of my channel was a lot of inspired makeup looks because that first one that I did as someone that literally had like three subscribers over like a few days had like 20,000 views and I was like oh my god like what's going on and then I sometimes feel like when, when you get that like one Viral not, not that that was viral, but like but I think it probably yeah, was in it just in does start then. like a snowball effect so for me things just kept growing and growing while I was in that last year of sixth form and That was obviously when everyone was deciding uni gap year, whatever. So I just told myself let me just take this Like as my gap year to really just give it my all and see where it goes if it flops it flops i had the grades to go to uni a part of me did want to go so i can just do that like that's not like i've w- i've wasted a year a lot of people take a gap year to go traveling and stuff and mine was just to focus on that did you um, ever just did so you ever for me that it that worked it, it worked out did you Talk about it with like your
0: parents or whatever, which seems like a trivial thing to say, but I think at that age, like everything depends on every decision that you make.
3: Yeah, I think it's because it all did really happen quite quickly. Like, I think when I left school, I was and to take this full time, I was already on a hundred thousand subscribers, which back then was massive, and it still is a massive achievement for anyone um and I'd already had like a brand deal in which I won't actually I suppose I can like talk numbers in a sense like and it was from like Olay and it was like a good few thousand pounds
0: yeah
3: and I was like mum like can you see where this is like going and I think for me my mum just installed in me from a very young age about like money tax, this kind of thing. And if I was already getting that sort of money then, not having gone to university, I think she could immediately see the potential and see my passion in it and just know that like, you know, this is going to be financially stable for her, even if it's just for a short amount of time. So I don't, I think for me, as long as I was happy, I was doing well at it, which I was. Yeah, yeah. And I was making an income as such so, like, I wasn't necessarily missing out on, like, any yeah. other thing that, like, other people might be doing or my mum might, like, want me to do. And, like, like I said, I like, I'd got the grades and it was in that gap year phase where this was happening. So I think even my mum knew how I was sort of presenting it to them was being like, look, if this flops, like, I will go to uni and, like, yeah, stuff, yeah. you know. Like, I have got other goals as such. But while this is happening, like, I yeah, think yeah. We, we've just got to go for it. Do you know what I mean? And back yeah. then social media wasn't what it is now but progressively as we were continuing with it and more jobs were coming in and all of that kind of stuff and all of these exciting things were happening i'm just very fortunate that i had parents that were just like letting me flourish with that my dad wasn't necessarily like so, I remember asking. I think my dad once asked me, he was like, so How's the perfume going? I was like, Dad, that's not what I'm doing. Like, I think he just knew I was doing well. It was something along those lines. She seems happy and busy. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Yeah.
0: I think you're right. Like, I think a lot of, especially now, like social media is a much bigger thing than, than what it was back then. And especially YouTube, I think. I think you're right in that YouTube used to be like the hidden channel, like the underdog almost. Yeah. And I feel Instagram like. Instagram was
3: not the thing it, or it was like i know my instagram became so just about like posting makeup pictures hashtagging like anastasia beverly hills like wanting that yeah. repost like yeah. that is just not what it is anymore like i mean I'm, I'm sure there are some people out there that like do that is what their thing is about yeah. but like i just remember back then like that was like the biggest thing when you'd i'd wake up like on my phone or like i just see the notifications coming up being like morphe brushes has tagged you in a post you'd be like ah, like this yeah. is like amazing and that was the way to like grow yeah. back then it's funny like thinking yeah. back
0: yeah so that was kind of when you left school and then i'm guessing that was a few years ago now so then what has the journey been because also i was watching your really old videos like they were like eight years ago weren't
3: they right yeah, like well i'm 26 so when do you leave school like yeah 18 18. yeah so yeah it's nearly 10 years but yeah yeah, like eight years ago I guess yeah
0: so then what's been the journey kind of from then because you've obviously evolved a lot you've changed a lot haven't you in terms of
3: I feel like I've always sort of been the same like personality but in terms of like the types of content definitely like I used to just be like fully makeup and stuff and like when I started doing my first sort of talking videos like on camera you just kind of like take note of what your audience wants to see and i think the only way your audience can really get to know you is to like mix up types of videos and it be more like q a's and stuff like that but yeah. it's so funny i think looking back to post like a weekend vlog i'd always not that it's about the views and stuff but i always knew that like they would get the least amount of views because like i'm a makeup channel and everyone just wants like the makeup videos yeah And now I feel like there was a moment in time where I actually wasn't posting makeup videos and it was all just more lifestyle type things. And now I feel like it's come back around where like makeup's such a big thing again, even though it might just be like the same sorts of looks and no one's actually going to be on my channel looking for a pink glitter cut crease, like (laughs) how to do eyebrows tutorial, that sort of thing. But I feel like it's more sort of about what's the best products rather than like a how-to because I think everyone sort of these days like knows like how to do that sort of thing but yeah in terms of like what my content is it definitely has evolved and i think that's a really crucial thing when it comes to staying relevant and maintaining like your audience and stuff is just listening to what they want and not necessarily going always with the trends but if that's what people want like you kind of need to do that like if you want to like stand your ground and just do your own thing i think props to you and there's an element of that that i think you should do yeah but yeah like the time's changing all of the like what people want to see is just like so different i think it's it's nice but like when i look like i maybe i need to like look back at my old videos i'd probably laugh but just the kind of stuff that was (laughs) popping back then though like you would never do that now
0: yeah but it's funny you mentioned trends because i was going to actually talk to you about trends because you seem to be you've got to be reactive to them anyway but you even the youtube and like the longer form you started it way back when it's almost like you know what's gonna come
3: well i always say to people and i think it what it's what makes me i don't know just have such a connection with my audience as such is as much as i am a content creator i consume just as much i'm on my phone like seeing all the trends seeing all the like you know selena haley like, be from like being like oh yes. like, like i'm like i'm just as interested in that as i am also creating like my own content so yeah, yeah i feel like I, in like a way i know what people want because i am also people i think yeah. like yeah. i know what i would want to see and i know that i'm very fortunate that my demographic is literally me like my yeah. age group and my audience has grown with me which i think is like amazing and not, like, gives me an advantage or an edge as such, but it just allows me to think, like, right, I feel like not necessarily whatever I post, but kind of, yeah. like, is going to land well because it's what I want to see too. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, really good point. I also think you do a really good job at remaining you. Like, you, you're you not scared to show, like, different sides of you and... You know, you're not always, like, 100% made up on camera and you're, like, showing your down days and I think that helps you to be super
3: relatable as well. Yeah, well, I think that's important. I feel like... But then I also think that that maybe comes with the fact that I'm not necessarily massively well-known and, like, famous as such from the internet. Like, if you think back to the OG, like, YouTube group, like zoella and stuff like that like they Mm -hmm. had figurines and Two Swords. therefore like there is certain elements where you have to think like right maybe i don't want to say that maybe i don't want to post that because every little thing gets picked apart and sometimes i think oh like i wish i was this like massive person and then sometimes i'm like actually i really love where i'm at and like what my community is and how like i do have a big audience i'm not denying that as such but i like that it's I like that it, like it's more like like if you know you know kind of thing like sometimes i bump into like girls on <laughs> yeah. a night out and they're like oh my god i watch videos and someone's like what and they're just like oh no like it's between us like, Do you know <laughs> what i mean like i quite like that and i think i would love to think that if it got to a point where i was this like massive person i would still be the same because the people that have like been with me throughout the whole thing they'll be the first to notice that and i think that's what you, you don't want you I I'm, I'm yet to receive a comment to be like she is not the girl that she used to be so I do yeah. take I do take pride in that but I think obviously there are circumstantial factors that have allowed me to to do that but I would love I would, and I would hope that if that was to happen I would still like remain the same I don't I think the audience can just tell like whenever I've ever been asked you know how what are your like three tips to someone that wants to start and I think everyone would say just be authentic because even mm-hmm. i think sometimes when i watch certain videos you you can just tell us yeah. if you you're just a bit like i feel like if i met that person in person it wouldn't be like that Do you know what yeah, i mean yeah, you can yeah. just tell and i sometimes feel like they're the people that if like, they slip up and make a mistake they're the first to yeah, get like yeah. t- like torn apart but on all the comments are like i knew it like so i mean touch wood <laughs> that would like never happen to me but yeah i think I'd like to think... And I've never had someone say that they've met me in person and they've they've been shocked or that I'm someone that I'm not. Do you know what I mean? That's a massive compliment, isn't it? Massive. Like, I I see it happen to, like, other people. But I think, obviously, everyone has their off days and stuff. If you caught me on an off day, like, absolutely. But I think... Yeah, I'm, I'm just... I would never want someone. Maybe that comes from like a personal thing. I would never want someone to have something on me, like something like that I've done something like bad. So I can always like turn a switch on. Yeah. And I think living alone allows me to have that downtime. So I'm I'm not like that necessarily. Like in person, yeah. I think moving out at a young age as well, where I was able to like be independent and be alone and not like mm-hmm. smothered as such, has made my personality just sort of like mature and like think about those sorts of things. Yeah. Yeah just
0: on that, like, how do you stay so grounded? Because I think, and it's probably just an extension of the conversation we're having, but I do think there are a lot of people who have access to big audiences and that comes with money and brand deals and collabs and elevation in certain areas. Like, how do you remain grounded? Because that's a part of your personality. It's not a you can't make yourself be grounded. Um, yeah, I you know? think
3: I just was very fortunate to grow up with um, parents that I think could, like, saw ahead. And, like, as soon as I got that first brand deal, my mum was like, well, just remember 20% of that's not yours. And I was like, well, what? I was like, what What do you mean? And she was the one that would, as in my mum, would install in about money and how it's so important to save and I don't know if that's a reflection on just like their experiences or like what they've witnessed my mum's always been in like accounts and stuff so that's been very handy for me when when dealing with that sort of stuff because you don't get taught that in school like why am I sat in my maths class learning about like the square root of pi I've never used that in my life (laughs) I wish we had lessons on like so taxes or like when you're self-employed like this is what you have to do and stuff um so it was installed in me, like, from very young. Not, like, necessarily not to be excited, but, like, okay, let's stay calm and, like, stay yeah, stay yeah. to the ground, like, that sort of thing. So as much as, like, my family were, like, obviously super excited for me, I was always just as much praised as well as, but remember this and, like, do this and, like, you need to, like... Remember this sorts of stuff, and because it did happen quite young, I was kind of like forced to have quite like a mature outlook yeah. on that sort of stuff. Anyway, yeah. and having family that necessarily aren't interested in in my social media, as in being on the camera, I think pays plays sorry um, a massive part. I think once your family start to get really like involved, that's when it can become a bit Britney Spears. Yeah, just a bit like it's going to everyone's heads, it's not just yours, they're seeing the numbers, the figures, the views, the comments and stuff, like my family really aren't interested in that, like the conversations come up a few times, like in my (laughs) household, yeah, no, but just like about like going on Love Island and stuff like that, and my mum's the first to be like, oh my god Rachel, please don't do that, she's (laughs) like, I don't think I could cope with like everyone talking about you, and then it's, it's weird when you, when you see people go on shows like that, Suddenly they know what school you went. Like, it's crazy how people just, like, dig. And I just don't think my family have ever been interested in it, which I'm actually quite thankful for because sometimes when bad things happen, people take it upon themselves to, like, really let your family know and stuff. And I just think that that's insane for one but I would never want to burden my family with something like that so as much as they are super supportive they've never wanted to like be involved in that side so I think that's really helped in terms of like I might things might be happening to me so like if you think of it in like a literal sense like floating up and then my mum's the first to like yeah, pull me yeah. back down and be like really happy for you but like let's yeah, you know yeah, yeah. remember the sort of serious side of yeah things like that yeah that's cool
0: is there a, is there a point because you share a lot
3: is there a point of sharing too much depends what it is that i'm talking about sometimes i'll say things on camera and then i'll read it back and i'm like no one needs to know that but it's more just like <laughs> like what? i don't know just being like guys more like the heaviest period ever i'm like no one actually needed to know that but you'd be surprised sometimes if i contemplate and i'm just like meh you know what? i'll keep it in every like half my comments will be like Oh my god, I've never related to that like so much. I think it's important to keep it real, but then there's some things that I don't think are necessary. As much as I like to let people know when I am having a down day in the sense of relatability and I think it is important to share those sorts of things. I won't cry on camera. I think that's I think that's really bizarre to film yourself upset. I think if that's what you want to do, that's yeah. fine. But I just I... can't envision myself sitting back re-watching that and, like, deciding what's a good part of me, like, crying on camera, like, I don't know, there's certain elements like that. If something terrible has happened to me, like, touch wood that it doesn't, and that's just my raw emotion in the moment, then fine. But then I just don't think I would, like, edit that as such. I would yeah. just be like, I'm just going to keep that raw clip in because it is raw and that is my emotions. I just think to edit yourself, like... Yeah, there's, there's certain things like that
1: that I think that's yeah. a bit too far.
0: I agree. I agree, actually, because you obviously see it a lot on TikTok, don't you, of people crying or they're on stories or this is the downside to my upside because this is what you all see. And almost in my head, I'm like, at what point in this, like, feeling shit about yourself, do I decide to get my phone out and film it? Do yeah. you know, like, what's more important? And also, how authentic is my channel if... Not mine, I'm speaking hypothetically, but, like, how authentic is my channel if I'm
3: sat crying? Does that make sense? Yeah, I think you just have to remember the internet is forever. And, like, if I'm in a moment yeah. of hurt and I'm I'm so upset that I'm crying, like, I don't really want to live that back as much as I might think, like, oh, people might relate to this and, like, want to see that. If It's, like, a really painful thing for me. I, I don't want to share... I might share I it in other ways, but to have you 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 just don't know like someone might clip that back and like use it to like bite you in the ass like in the future like i just don't know and it's always important to remember like when you're editing and doing content and like everyone thinks that this is their like dream job and such and if you skyrocket and have this overnight fame and stuff it's fine but you have to remember like the internet is forever and i think more recently we've seen it happen to more like mainstream celebrities i suppose or it does happen to influencers someone's like you just don't know who's watching you and like who's recording and like who's keeping tabs on like everything that you say because people are pulling things out like from the archives from like years ago and I just yeah I just think as much as I want to be raw and honest and real and I feel like I am like literally I'm gonna go ahead and say like 95% of the time I'm quite fortunate in my life that not a lot of drama and stuff is really happening and not a lot of like I'm not going through a lot of personal issues that I feel like I'm Need to share or want to share? That might obviously all change, but like at this moment or like literally up until now, that's never really yeah. happened to me. So yeah, I just you just gotta be careful what you put on the internet, and I think just think would you wanna like watch that back or I just don't know. when you're in your emotional state as well? You sometimes you're not always thinking super clearly, and like you don't always mean what you say. Like obviously if you've had fights with friends and stuff. You're just like. I was really heightened in that moment. And I really didn't mean it. I'm sorry, on the internet, you can't really take yeah. it back. It's there. So it's just something to be mindful of. And I also just don't know how healthy it is to, because I think when
0: you're upset, that's you with you, isn't it? Like yeah. you need to hang out with you and you need to figure it out and you need to think about it and process. If you're filming it, you're almost doing it for an audience? Not doing it for an audience, but then, like, how can you be with yourself? Because even when you're on camera and you know more than anyone, like, in your kitchen or in your bedroom or whatever, you're still not with you. You're with an audience at that point, are yeah, you? Yeah,
3: I think, as well, there's... You do need some boundaries. If you don't have any at all, people feel so entitled and are just so invested, like, in your life that if you don't share the, like, tiniest thing that can be used against you because it's like, well, you shared this, this, and this. Like, why wouldn't you share that? And it's like, Mm -hmm. suddenly you realise that you have got, like, 700,000 people that, like, need to know all this about you. And I think for your own mental health, you do need to keep some things private. Like, again, it's never happened because I've never, like, been, like, in a serious relationship as such, but I've just, I've never been in a position where I've had, like, a boyfriend to, like know like when to show things yeah. because as soon as you do that when you guys or not necessarily when that's literally anticipating the end of a relationship but if you guys, <laughs> if you guys like break up yeah suddenly you're like not only are you having to deal with that yourself but you're like oh, probably gonna have to tell my audience about this so mm-hmm. yeah i think there's just certain boundaries that you do need to keep for yourself but each content creator can speak and say like sort of like what they're sort of comfortable enough with some people want to share everything and I yeah, think props yeah. to them like I don't know if I could deal with like everyone having that sort of like opinion on me yeah have you you've mentioned like backlash or people using things against you does that happen to you um not necessarily as such I've only really had like one moment where I've sort of known what it felt like to have a lot of people against you and looking back on it now compared to like other cancellation things that have happened to other people what was it what it was it was just uh during lockdown like that we went to a friend's when we shouldn't have been going to a friend's and like someone that wasn't one of us like posted it on their instagram story and just people caught wind of it and it just kind of escalated from there and obviously looking back now we've seen what the government were up to it's like but that, <laughs> it, that yeah no that doesn't like, excuse it at all because at the time it was or what we thought was yeah, genuinely yeah. really serious. Yeah. And there were obviously certain circumstances for me that, in my head, made that sort of acceptable. Like, the fact that I live on my own, I wasn't going to be yeah, yeah. potentially making anyone ill, or, like, anything like that. Um, but that doesn't excuse it. We were told not to do that, and we did it. So, And it was just crazy to see, yeah, like, waking up every day with all of these messages, people saying that you need to go, like, kill yourself, like... You're the reason that my family's ill. Like, just, like, things like that. That you're, like, oh, my God. Like, this really, like, put into perspective just how many people are watching and you just don't know who's watching. Yeah. And it was moments like that when I was fortunate that I hadn't put my family online because other people that were there and were also receiving messages, their family was receiving messages. My management at the time were receiving messages being, like, you need to drop her, like, all of this. Like, you just don't like people that people reach out to brands that you they know that you've worked with and email them and say like drop that like it's crazy and i'm lucky in a sense that like mine was only on the scale that it was and even for me that was a lot but then i just in that moment was thinking oh my god this is happening to me and i've only got like x amount of followers Yeah, yeah when you see this happen to like yeah celebrities and stuff like that i think That made me have, like, a a level of empathy when I see these people getting, like, cancelled on the internet that I'm just, like... Obviously, I'm not getting involved or, like, partaking, but I'm just, like, I can't imagine what they're actually, like, really going through. Yeah. It's interesting, actually,
0: because you have quite a positive community online, I feel. Some people get trolled
3: to death, don't they? I think I just choose not to look. I know there's a website out there that's, like, literally horrible. I can't remember, like, what it's called... Tattle what life, and it, tattle and it, life. It's called tattle life, and it's like a lot of influencers have their like own thread, and people just what like and it's like a
0: dedicated trolling site. It's
3: horrible. Like it really should be banned. I don't know why it's like. I don't know if it's still up and running because I've never. I've just told myself I'd rather be completely oblivious to it. Like yeah, I don't course. want to look. I know people that do look at their own tattle life, and it can just be yeah. so damaging. And you could just go down this rabbit hole of like reading all the horrible things about. That people think about you. Yeah. I'm quite lucky. A lot of mine, I know, are just, like, surface level. It'll be, like, she's fat, she's fake, like, her tan's terrible. Like, or like <laughs> things that I'm just, like, I really don't care that you think that about me. Because they're things that I can... That's not coming for me as a person. That's just coming for, like, what I look like. And I think that... I think if you judge someone on their looks, that's more of a reflection on you. Yeah. And that just means, like, oh, every other part of me is clearly coming across quite well. And they're yeah. the factors that I'm, are more important to me. I'd rather like care about what people think about me as a person not like mm-hmm. my shell as as such but you yeah, know I don't really get a lot of hate which I'm very very fortunate for because yeah I know a lot of people that do yeah
0: yeah and I think people like to judge don't they but I, I do think you've got like a quite a, a positive I also think your energy is quite positive and like your output's positive and your videos and your content are always like positive they're not too opinionated but they're just fun like loving girly laughing I think that goes back to
3: then like what you said before about sharing and stuff I think the way that I've done it thus far I just I'm gonna it's not nothing nothing's forced like if there's something that I'm maybe like maybe I shouldn't keep it in I'll just always take it out just to be like on the safe side I think I I never want to look back and regret keeping it and you know and just especially these days you do have to be very careful about the things that you say and a lot of people are triggered by certain things and I think it's important to like acknowledge that and just because I think something's okay I'm not just posting videos for me I'm posting things for other people so part of this job does require to just constantly be really open-minded and careful about the stuff that you say and I know a lot of people think that that's like I swear, like, I was just going to say, like, just so shit, like... God, you just have to think about what you're saying all the time. Like, freedom of speech, like, what the hell? But when it's your job and when you want to present yourself... You just don't want anyone to misinterpret. So, yeah, you just... You do have to be, like, careful about that sort of things. But, yeah, like I said, luckily, I just... I haven't really had things to like no, no, I think
0: that's go cool. through and stuff but I think that's like a true compliment to you like
3: that says a lot about I think it's just a compliment to my, I'm just very fortunate that like nothing really bad has like happened, yeah. T- I'm not touching wood like everything, <laughs> but um, yeah like I haven't had personal things to share like bad things to happen and luckily I think I was just raised in a way that like I, I don't think there would be things to find about me, I've never had yeah. like a Horrible childhood where I would have been lashing out on the internet at things because so I know that's that's what a lot it is for a lot of yeah, people yeah. and when it comes to them having to like explain themselves like that's what the things that they're sort of saying or just like grew up in a like a, like that that sort of thing yeah um so yeah very fortunate in that sense yeah um let's talk about beauty okay um,
0: look I know I'm excited <laughs> I feel like I haven't like in the early days of the podcast we talked about beauty loads um so yeah i'm excited but where did let's start at the beginning of that journey like where did that journey come from
3: i'm not really sure to be honest my mum will tell you that i would always buy the magazines growing up that had like the free sample of blue mascara or just like a little like lip gloss set or something like i've always been interested in makeup i had an auntie that was sort of more into that side of things Like she used to be the stylist for the Saturdays Like so like really? I always just thought that like that thing was Like that side of things was just like so cool And like I loved that side of things I've always also like Enjoyed being in front of the camera When we used to make home videos and stuff Like I would always be like They've come back around But those like old VCR cameras That you could like flip yeah, the yeah. screen around I'd always be like Mum turn it around I want to see like myself Like on the video So then Literally jumping back sorry Again, I think that's why my parents were so supportive because they were like, I knew you were going to do something like this. Like, you've always wanted to be, like, in front of the camera. Um, Makeup, I'm not really sure. I guess it was just, like, discovering YouTube and discovering those sorts of tutorials and, like, Jaclyn Hill back in the day and, like, working at Mac and stuff like that. Like, I can't pinpoint what made me want to do it. I think it was just practicing on myself from watching YouTube videos and realizing, like, hey, I'm actually, like, quite good at this. So... Mm -hmm. Therefore, I want to go out and buy all these products and yeah, play yeah. around. And just to this day, I still buy literally like 70% of my own makeup because I, that there's still a part of me that absolutely loves it. As much as I get like sent things in PR, like buying makeup still makes me like so happy.
0: Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Because it's almost, it's like a weird connection with...
3: I don't know. I don't know what the word is, but like... What I always say on my YouTube videos is that like when I feel my get ready with me I'm like this is like my makeup therapy for the day like there's just something about sitting down I always think boys will like never understand this especially (laughs) before like going out as well like with your robe on like you've poured yourself a drink like my hair's clipped back or it's like done and just like watching yourself transform like I love myself with and without makeup but there's just something about like when I'm doing my skin on and I like do my set and spray and I'm like oh like it's all coming together like for me that's just like so therapeutic I could sit and do my makeup and I'm not going anywhere I just yeah. really like needed that moment to myself to just like sit down and have a play and yeah. make myself look pretty
0: Yeah it's almost like a bonding experience isn't it like I think now as an adult like it's with yourself but I was doing mine yesterday because we went out and my friend came over and she was laid on my bed and I was getting ready to do my makeup she and she was like do you know that was like so nostalgic to sit and watch you do your makeup because I used to watch my mum do her makeup and we oh. were just chatting away and then like and it just like carries you through your life I don't know if that's deep or sounds weird no but now you
3: said that I'm thinking oh actually I remember going through my mum's makeup bag and like seeing her number seven like eyeshadow trios and being like oh like this is cool yeah. and like stuff like that but I know like when I'm getting ready and stuff I really love it when my friends watch me or like rummage through my makeup and they're like oh my god what's this and a part of me Really loves um like educating about makeup I think that's my inner counter girl, like coming out when I used to work at Mac, and a lot of it would be like explaining products to people that have like never done makeup before, yeah. or like if I did makeup on counter to someone that's never had their makeup done before and like seeing their reaction and stuff like that was always just so like oh, wow, like this is why I love makeup because it really can just take you from like zero to a hundred, not necessarily like physically, but like I don't know, like internally just like yeah. when we were on counter and would I would just finish someone's makeup and it's and they look in the mirror. It's so funny to watch how they go from like obviously this like blank face to what they <laughs> look like and then they look in the mirror and they're like zhuzhing their hair and being like, oh my God, like I look so good. They're like immediately like beaming smiles and I just think like, yeah, yeah, makeup kind of like brings you together. Like you did that together. Like that was really yeah. like nicer. Like to this day I still really love doing other people's makeup. But yeah no, it just makes me happy. I just think it's so
0: cool. I've had so many conversations on here about makeup or skincare or and the way it like makes people feel like you just said or like what it means to someone or like getting them out of a rut. It's th- it's the most bizarre thing because in hindsight, I mean not in hindsight, but like when you think about it, it seems like the most trivial thing, but actually when you get
3: to talking about
0: it like this, like so much comes from it.
3: So literally in one of my most recent YouTube videos, which was again, something that when I was editing it, I was like, I don't know whether to keep this in because
1: I sound really. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey.
2: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today.
3: Like surface level, but in the video, I did say that. I was like, it was like I hadn't had my hair done in like, the longest time, it was like, you know, I was like, the, the like I'm feeling really shit about myself. Like, I haven't had my hair done. My tan looks shit. I need to get my nails done. And I just, I'm feeling really, therefore, shit about myself. Yeah. And I said it on camera. I was like, this sounds so pathetic. But, like, all of these things make me feel really crap. So, I need to just, like, get it together. Yeah. And I say it to anyone that, like, it's feeling a bit, like, low and, like, a self-care day for me yeah. is doing all of those little things. Like, I would always say, like, to someone that's feeling down, like, honestly, you, you can't... Don't underestimate the power of, like, going to get your nails done or, like, romanticising getting, like, a coffee, like, and a yeah. cake and, like, just, like, I don't know, just, like, things like that that sound really... Stupid, but yeah. like I don't know if it's just like well, like the girly things or whatever. Yeah, but it just makes such a difference. Like, and I kept it in my video, and so many comments yeah. were like, "I totally agree." When like when everything's just at its wits' end, like, and yeah. obviously as a girl, like we're choosing to like get our nails done and hair done, and it is maintenance. and We know it's maintenance, but like when you get like on top of that maintenance suddenly I'm like, oh, yeah. I don't really know what that blip was about, but, like, I feel, like, a hundred times better. Yeah. But I suppose you could apply that to, like, most things. When you let things, yeah, yeah, like, get to a certain, certain power, point, and yeah. then you, like, get yourself on top of them, yeah. it just does wonders for your mood, and I think that can totally apply to makeup as well. Yeah, I agree. Let me... That's, like, um... That's almost, like, connecting
0: with yourself, though, isn't it? I, I also feel like my mum's era didn't do this, like, they didn't have a meltdown from, well, they probably did, but they just didn't talk about it, and I feel like we're in a time now where we're all quite tuned into ourselves. we're all talking about mental health, and then we do get to a point where we're like, ah, fuck, I don't know what's going on, and then you do go to the salon, but I think that's taking care
3: of yourself, but also, like, just hanging out with you, is it? Yeah, it's a form of self-care that I think is really underrated, and it's expensive but it's like it's underrated just like you you see but you see people kind of like jest about it all the time when you're feeling sad and like someone's like just slap a layer of fake tan on you'll feel so much better and it's funny because when I wake up and I'm tan I'm like yeah I do I do I do feel like 10 times better but I think if that's what makes you feel better then do it like even if it is going out and buying a new, like a new lip gloss or like something like that I always say like makeup is a form of like therapy in a way it is because like what is therapy to help you feel better about certain things and if it and just like going out and buying new makeup and coming back home and being excited to use it all like boosts your yeah yeah mood like yeah it's just what it is like if if that's what you're into
0: i think it does and i think it's time like I don't know, I want to put words into your mouth, but when you're sat down doing your get ready with me's in front of your camera, in front of your mirror, I'm guessing that's just such a safe space and like a haven where you're, it's an outlet for something that's now really comfortable to you, your audience and your camera, but it's also something that you just love doing. Like, is that not just heaven? Yeah,
3: no, absolutely. And the fact that I've got an audience that really enjoys that too, I feel like I'm so lucky in that sense and how that kind of is my job to like, feel myself getting ready because that's the content that my audience really enjoys and like, Mm -hmm. I'm just lucky that my audience also enjoys my taste in makeup and like, things like that because that's what I love to do and as well as, you know, them really enjoying the lifestyle side of things, like mixing it up, I'm so glad that makeup has kind of made its come back as... As such, and that people are enjoying those videos again, or maybe I've just taken it upon myself to just say, like, <laughs> I'm doing these videos, and like, as much as I'm gonna mix it up, whether you like it or not, I'm doing it. People seem to be really loving it, and I like tell myself that I'm so fortunate, like every day that like this is my job, and it doesn't seem like a lot, but yeah, I don't know, like I yeah, don't really like, know what to say. Like people, people love it, people enjoying it, and I'm just lucky that I also love it and I also enjoy it. Yeah,
0: and I also think because it's long form. Like, I, I'm not the best at makeup, but I'm not, like... Like, I'll ask you about your makeup in a second. You can <laughs> share us some tips. Um, but it's nice because you do it in long form. You can literally do it with... I don't know if people actually do this. I bet
3: they do. No, you know, they get do. Ready it, and that's I really, like, hope that people do because I understand that everyone's busy, like... Um, so, like, you just have to think, like, when... If I was working a normal 9 to 5, like, everyone else... Would I have the t- the chance to sit down and watch a YouTube video? It's probably when I'm getting ready, which is why mm-hmm. I really wanted to, like, focus my videos around... Maybe, like, vlogging my week as such, but make sure I'm keeping up with those. Yeah. Get ready with me. is because I'd like to watch you get ready with me while I'm, like, getting ready, you know? Yeah, I feel like yeah. we're doing it together, and it feels like we're friends, and that's what a lot of my comments are, and that's why I've really been enjoying them. I like that they have... Um, kind of been sort of made relevant again by tiktok you see a lot yeah. of people doing get ready with me on tiktok yeah, yeah. but everything has its trends and as much as people are really enjoying these like short videos at the moment i always see comments being like i miss the long video so i just kind of told myself like maybe get ahead of the trends as such and, as, and while these get readies with me can't, why is that such a mouthful <laughs> get ready with me's are really popular right now on tiktok i really do feel like youtube will have its comeback moment and people will want the long videos again so i feel like
0: youtube is in its comeback
3: era i think so like i've noticed in just in my audience and stuff like the views are up people are growing and i think it's also maybe a result of you know utilizing the platforms where the algorithm's the best like tiktok and stuff yeah and making sure you're sort of like direct like Letting people yeah. know that you do have this other channel, so if you're enjoying my short Get ready With Me's, why don't you watch the, like, 33-minute one that yeah, I literally yeah. posted the other night, and it's yeah. a bit more in-depth because some people really do enjoy it a bit more slow pace and, yeah and a longer video. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. How do you stay on top of trends? I don't really know as such because there are some trends that, like, I don't... Like feel the need to try or, like, get on board with as such. But um, I guess the only way to do it is to be, like, immersive with your audience and, Mm -hmm. like, be on my phone and, like, see what these trends, like, actually are and stuff. But I think it's nice that... And it's also something that I see a lot of comments on and something that I don't think I would want to change about myself is that I don't necessarily look, like everyone else in the sense like I think in this space it's so easy to like want to be like a size six and like everything's perfect and stuff like that and I think people like that about me that I'm not and for some reason that makes me a little bit more relatable because there's certain trends that I won't jump on because that's just not going to suit my body type like I'm not going to make myself uncomfortable and like look a certain way to like follow that trend if that's my body just doesn't suit that so therefore I Cater to maybe a different audience where like, not that I will come up with a trend because I've never done that in my life, but like mm-hmm. I'll just wear different things and that will be more appealing to a certain audience. Yeah. So I don't, I don't actually necessarily know if it's me keeping up with trends that's kept me consistent and relevant yeah. and stuff. It's actually probably that in some areas I will, but the fact that I don't and I'm unique in like my own way that's... Mm allowed me to like keep going
0: yeah just on that and I don't know how to articulate this question just on your comment on like not looking like everyone else or have you ever fallen into a trap of like comparing yourself or how do you deal with that because I don't see that side to you I feel like you are obviously everyone has bad days and like doesn't feel great about themselves 100% of the time But for the most part, you seem or it comes across that you are just really comfortable
3: being you. Yeah, I think, obviously, um, my followers will know, like, I'm not necessarily on, like, a full-on weight loss journey as such. But I have been vocal about, like, I want to exercise more and stuff like that. Especially, like, with goals of, like, going into presenting and, and things like that. Being in front of a camera and just, like, being a witness to, like, other people. Like, people do like to tear the way that you look apart. So I think for just my own sake, I would never, like, do anything for the sake of, like, other people. It would just be more to be more extra comfortable that I would yeah. want to do things. Like, I don't have any, like, number goals. Like, I haven't told myself I want to lose X amount, blah, 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 blah. It's just more for me about, like, looking in the mirror and being, like, happy yeah. with what I see. And I'm not unhappy with what I see.
2: Okay. And I think
3: it's just acknowledging that I have so many other... Qualities about myself that I think are way above, like, what your body looks like.
0: Yeah,
3: 100%. That makes... That allows me to be that type of way and that I always give that advice to other people. Like, the older you get, the more that you realise, oh my God, like, no one actually cares, like... Yeah. That you're not a size six or, like, whatever because looks fade at the end of the day and, you know, you could be what your idea of like perfect is and like we see it in mainstream celebrities like these people still get cheated on then treated like shit yeah. and everything like like what there's there's no Yeah. If someone loves you they'll love you for like you and yeah. respect you for you and, and it doesn't matter what you look like when you're old and everyone's going to get old and wrinkly and i just want to be like in my rocking chair like laughing with someone like just because back mm-hmm. in the day they had a rock hard six pack and stuff like if you're not funny where's the longevity yeah. and like but there's other characteristics that like I think yeah. are just so much more imp- important to being just like a a good person like, at the end of the day like that's what I'm striving for like yeah. all the external factors are just like blips that like yeah okay I'll do that if and when but like if I want to be bettering myself my, the top of the list is on the inside rather than yeah. the outside have you always had that outlook because I think
0: a lot of people me included fall into the trap of you have to look a certain way to be successful or to be taken seriously or have you not really unfortunate that i think um, because a lot of girls struggle with how they look not even body
3: image i think every image yeah it's it is really easy to fall into a trap of like comparing yourself to other people but like the the most beautiful thing about everyone is that there is only one you like why on earth would you want to look like somebody else and you have to remember that trends stem from someone doing their own thing and people wanting to jump on because they love that too like that person was being unique like they would they weren't following like they just created their own trend by by chance that's where they come from so we all should be striving to just like wanting to be our own person and wanting to look unique and like wanting to do our own thing because you know that's that's where these things sort of like come from um but I'm fortunate because I just grew up in a family where um you know what we looked like and stuff wasn't like a main priority as such I've grown up with such like diverse groups of friends like all shapes and sizes like but that's a reality yeah, of Yeah, and, and that's the reality of what it is. So yeah, if we yeah. were all the same, like, I I wouldn't necessarily stand out as such. Like, I'm, yeah, like, I'm, not, I'm the same as you in the sense. I'm not really sure, like, how I'm trying to, like, articulate this. But I think appreciating your own uniqueness, and there might be th- certain things that, like, you don't like about yourself and stuff, mm-hmm. but to somebody else like you're somebody's like goals so like that's just something to like be appreciative like at the end of the day like and I think that's important to acknowledge like you're only ever going to be yourself throughout your whole life and if you spend your the best years as such like caring so much about like image and you know striving for something that's not who you are it's just You'll look back and be like, what? Like, a waste of time. Like, all of those years that I felt, like, really just, like, insecure because I didn't look a certain way. If you just learned to, like, appreciate yourself and stuff, which is so much easier said than done. Yeah. And it takes a lot to, like, get to that mindset, especially in our, like, day and age and just the way that, like, society is. Mm-hmm. But when you can have, like, the mind over matter, like, mindset, it you'll just be so much more, like, relaxed and comfortable and just happier. Yeah. it It is hard to get there, though, isn't it? Absolutely. But and I think it's important to just make sure you're surrounding yourself with people that acknowledge who yeah. you are as a person and aren't super image-focused and, and stuff like that. And feel like, when... If that is the sort of situation that you're in the glass will sort of shatter at one point and you just were and when you meet other people that aren't it's just such a breath of fresh air and you're like oh like it's not doesn't always have to yeah. always be about that and then yeah. you're able to like help yourself but it is all about you and like working on yourself and just like yeah trying to get yourself there is always hard but then and there's not always the best advice that you can give but my advice is always just like just a appreciate your uniqueness someone out there would like love to look like you and your uniqueness is what's going to make you stand out and it's always good to work on yourself on the outside but you know it's at the end of the day it sounds so cliche but it is what is on the inside that matters at the end of the day And I think I've been having a
0: lot of conversations with my friends about this at the minute because one of my friends is like really in her element and you can see her flourishing. And I'm like, how is it? Like, what are you doing? And she's just like, I'm just leaning into who I am. Like I used to like try and run from it or like try and change certain things. And I'm just like going, like making decisions on my gut or like if I don't feel like doing something, then I don't do it. And I've started saying no. And it's just interesting, like how you flourish and how your life starts to elevate when you just be you
3: yeah no like that's the most beautiful thing like that you can be is yourself like as if i just give a hypothetical scenario if you walked in and you saw a group of girls that were just having so much fun not caring about what they look like and just you know um what am i trying to say maybe aren't your What you would describe as, like, picture perfect, let's just say. It's just a group of girls having an amazing time. The energy from that group immediately is just gorgeous. Even if all of them felt like they didn't look a certain way or whatever, it's your energy that is what makes you attractive. Like, that looks like a fun group. And then imagine that you look over to the side, and it's everyone that you maybe, like, want to look like and strive to look like, but they're all so conscious of like what they look like it when you when that's what you care about how are you meant to have fun how yeah. are you meant to relax i think yeah. being relaxed is such a like attractive quality it's something i'm working on i wouldn't say that i'm always relaxed and quite stressed and like you know <laughs> like, like that kind of vibe but your energy is what people yeah. will sort of take in besides obviously initially you can't help but just look surface level but then yeah. the next step is like this person's energy and this per- person's personality and I think that will outshine anything at the yeah. end of the day yeah I completely
0: that's a really good point actually about like picture perfect yeah which group
3: would you rather be and I'd rather be like the over there one, the people yeah. that don't care like that's where I would rather be
0: I think it's all about memories and like experiences as well like if you put that before what you look like. This sounds ridiculous saying it out loud, doesn't it? I know. Because I mean, actually... at
3: the end of the day, also it is important to care about like your health yeah, and, like, yeah. and things like yeah, that. Yeah. And that's not to shit on that. It's the yeah. it's the people that feel like they've got to do certain things and dress like everyone else and stuff. It's just like, no, just relax mm. into yourself. Like, what do you want to do? Like, yeah. like that. that is what's going to make you stand out. Why on earth would you want to spend your life trying to strive to look like everyone else yeah. when being you is, like... What makes oh, you oh, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah literally yeah. what makes you you. And at the end of the day, like, no one else is going to be you. So just yeah, be yourself.
0: Yeah, interesting. Okay, let's talk about makeup. Because mm-hmm. I feel like... I'm just going to ask really dumb girl questions That's here. Fine. But <laughs> I, I feel like I'm okay at makeup. But I feel like what people like me struggle with is how to elevate your makeup. So, like, you have a really finished look oh thanks and i'm like i can do halfway and then i struggle so how like what are some tips for like getting an elevated like finished makeup look i feel like the under eye is something that i struggle with under eye i've got such dry
3: under eyes so when i put like setting powder on it just cracks so help the thing that i think has literally transformed my makeup that i have put so many people on and I think it's just made the biggest difference because I think for a lot of people it's a similar problem that you're having and for me I feel like that comes from people thinking that people always just want their makeup to last right I think that's the bottom line it's like I want it to look good but I want it to like stay looking good and I think people think that the answer to that is like a lot of powder like because that's what you use to set your face so like I need a lot of powder but I think when you have that like powdered Look, I think when you look at pictures of makeup, most people would look at sort of more like a glowy skin and be like, that's what I want my skin to look like rather yeah. than a super set, like, matte look. Matte, like, yeah. you're into the matte look, And I feel like everyone was for a while, but even still, people like a bit of a glow. I just think it makes it look healthier. And yeah. people want a lot of makeup on, but still to look natural. Yeah, natural so and I yeah. think having a bit of glow, like, you know, it, it makes it look more natural. Um, so for me... I bought this spray. It's from a brand called The Beauty Crop. Mm-hmm. I'm really sorry. I feel like it's like sold out all the time. But <laughs> it's called the Wee Cherie Spray, as in We spelled O U I, like French. Yes. Okay. Cherie Spray, and it is this like dual mist because it's um it's a setting spray, but it's really hydrating for the skin, and it's got hyaluronic acid in it i am a ride or die for hyaluronic acid i think it works wonders on your skin so whenever i've done all the powders on my face and believe it or not i powder my face to shit like i really am like packing it on so once i've done all of the powders i just go in with that spray and it really just like can't explain it almost melts my makeup into my skin Mm -hmm. to alleviate me from that powdered look and it just hydrate everything so if you feel like your under eyes are getting really dry just make sure that like you know you're making sure to yeah like saturate them and i think a lot of that will also come from like skincare and stuff but um no honestly it's that spray like has a, changed my life so it's almost like a sheen on top of your face kind of it just like i don't know if it just sort of like dissolves into the powders it doesn't like break away the powders or anything like that it just gets rid of that cakey look yeah. so basically hydrates the powders like mm-hmm. on your skin but still man, it's like your makeup's not going to move anything it's not like literally an oil spray and it's going to like melt your makeup off yeah i cannot recommend that enough and like that's all i can really like put it down to i obviously use a lot of cream products and then set that and just go in with, like powders just to sort of like bring those creams like back to life mm-hmm. but um no, honestly, I genuinely feel like ever since using that spray is where I've just received so many compliments on the way that my skin looks and my makeup look, and I can I can only put it down to that spray, literally.
0: <laughs> I love that.
3: What are some other ride-or-die products? Ooh, I feel like... Um, I'm really loving that I can actually say a lot of them come from, like... My friends' brands, I suppose. Like I'm a big made by Mitchell brand brand stand. Like I think he produces some amazing stuff. Mm-hmm. But again, I'm not surprised by that, and I think people underestimate just how well influencer brands do because you forget that this comes from someone that has been doing this for a while. So like again, as much as there are creator they're a consumer too so when they're producing products they know what people want because they want it and i also
0: think brands by influencers like mitchell he's earned his stripes in this industry you know like he built up a big name for someone who knew exactly what they were doing and he built like substance in the industry before he launched it
3: yeah i think having a platform obviously like really does help at the end of the day quality products will will shine through and they create some... That's what I mean. He built, like, yeah. a,
0: like a depth in the industry, create didn't And created unique he things a...
3: that people hadn't already. Yeah. So I love a made a made by Mitchell Blush. I love the Blush lights, yeah, like, on the too. skin as well. Um, the HNB Cosmetics Concealer. Like, I think that's, like, completely dominated. And her new foundation is amazing. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Holly for them. Like, again... Yeah. But I don't think she could have done that without having this reputation of having a flawless base. Because she knows what she wants. Yeah. And when you know what you want when it comes to creating, you're not going to settle for anything less. So it's always going to be high quality. Um, But no, I just think like, yeah, I love a cream blusher these days and I love a good like lash. But yeah, they're the ones that like stand out for me that I'm always like, I want to put these on other people or like I'm going to put these on me because I just always know that they're going to look good. Yeah, nice. Um... One thing I was going to...
0: I'll edit this back in. But one thing I was going to ask about, like, community and stuff. Because you've obviously got a really cool group of friends up here. And, like... um, So, just on, like, community. You... And we obviously see parts of your friends and your friendships on your channels. But you seem to have had, like... You're obviously someone, you just said it, who values, like, being surrounded by positive people and positive energy. Like, you obviously moved to Manchester two years ago. How come you moved up to Manchester?
3: Well, I became friends with like hannah and madison just like through youtube it was hannah first we were like literally on the exact same path in life like both worked at mac both like getting started on youtube both like had the similar sort of followers um i literally came across her on twitter and it was so weird like she was Tweeting about like working at Mac and stuff and as someone else that worked at Mac, I was told I wasn't allowed to do that So I just like reached out to her to be like like hey girl like I just see that you're working at Mac as well And I just wanted to say like just be careful about like what you're tweeting because my boss told me that I wasn't allowed to do that And then we just started getting like Acquainted and just talking and like bonded over the fact that we literally were like doing the same thing same age everything But she was obviously from Manchester. Yeah And we just said to each other, like, should we meet up, like, in in London and, like, spend our Mac discount together? And just became such good friends. And she she knew Maddie from before, so she obviously introduced us. And therefore, I was coming up to Manchester, like, at least, like, once a month just to hang out with them and, like, spend a weekend there. And a lot of the brands I work with up in Manchester, so sometimes I would have, like shoots up here or just events up here or in london it was either one of the two and i just told myself like back where i'm from like it's not an up-and-coming city like with all of these opportunities like to do things so while i'm in my early 20s like i think i'd rather live in a city and just go back home for my like some weekends and like have that more as the like relaxed like getaway and I think I'm just a I'm a silly girl, like, at heart, like, yeah. love going out and stuff, and that just wasn't really the vibe where I was from, and the travel's not that far, to be completely honest, like, I still see, like, so many of my friends from home, like, on a regular basis, talk all the time, I feel like, it just feels a bit daunting, but over the last couple of years, I've seen so many people make the exact same move that I did, like, yeah. I feel like everyone's moving to Manchester. I know, I know, and it's,
0: a, I think it is, it's, like, it's small enough to have, like, a good community, but also it's a city and there's still so much to do. Yeah.
3: I think people know Manchester just as like influence central yeah. these days. Like <laughs> yeah. it is like the place, but it, everyone, yeah. whenever my friends come up and visit, they just say yeah. that it's like the best thing. Like, yeah, you don't un- like, don't underestimate the power of like a really aesthetically pleasing restaurant. Back like, where well, I'm from, there's none, yeah. like there's yeah, literally yeah. none. So to like want to get nice pictures and stuff was yeah. actually like really hard. And that sounds so like pathetic. You should go to a restaurant cause you want, the good food and stuff but I think it just adds to the experience when you walk in you're just like wow it's stunning in here
0: and let's be real it's part of like normal life now people
3: can deny all they want like when you get good pictures you're like oh my god this is like a good picture like I'm so glad that you took that of me like I think people should take more pictures to be completely honest like it's the memory it's the memories that you've got to look back on and yes when it becomes like image focused and and stuff that's not that's not what you want it to be about, yeah. but like capturing the moments and the candy yeah. vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone knows that cool. deep down. Yeah. It is fun. And um,
0: just back to like building a community and it doesn't, I'm not even talking about like friends who have followings. I'm talking about friends who you've had for years. Like it sounds like you've always had like people around you who
3: back you. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I've had a few ups and downs for sure with some that like probably once were a really good friend and like, aren't anymore but that's not anything really to do with like my work or anything like that everyone's always been super supportive like if I'm always like can you take a picture of me or like do you mind being in my vlog everyone like 95% of the time is like sure like I'm down like and that might come from a place of like not really like knowing do you know what I mean I think I my friends don't they're not in a lot a ton of my videos so like it doesn't happen often but if they are and there's like bad comments that's when they get the taster of like like that that sort of thing, but I will always make sure to like delete it because that's not what my channel is about They don't need to see that like yeah. they haven't Been in my video to like have opinions about them by other people They didn't yeah. sign up for that So like I'll always make sure to delete things like that, but it's only moments like that that They're a bit like I don't know if i want gonna go do a video again because last time somebody said this But it's like I think we've just grown up in a thing where we just don't really care like care about that sort of stuff yeah um yeah but i'm lucky to have like a group of friends that is just down for like whatever yeah i'm down for but i think it's because i produce content that they also enjoy so yeah. like if it was a really like structured i don't like not necessarily like gimmicky video like that because that's not what i do on my channel and that that's no shade to like people that do those types of things like if i said to my friend like oh do you want to do a like a challenge type video i think It would be slightly different, but, like, that's just not what my channel is. My channel is being real and, like, just filming our, like, everyday lives. And I think that's what people relate to. And, like, that's why also my friends are down to it. Because they know that's what people want to see as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, cool. Um, Should we talk about the podcast?
3: Yes. I really need to, like, get back, like, on it, on it with it. But it was always something that I wanted to do and start. I think it was, like, the next sort of on my list and i think we were both sort of saying we're like on a similar path when you want to go into like presenting and hosting a great feeler for that is a podcast because it's essentially hosting your own yeah thing like we're doing right now like learning to interview someone is a really important skill before being like in front of a camera and you're like working for a brand and they suddenly want you to do this this and this and i feel you see so many celebrities maybe that like have been thrown into this hosting role that don't necessarily know how to host and you know when you watch something there's nothing worse and I always always think this when it comes to auditions and watching things back you'd so much have rather given it like a hundred and ten percent and that because that is so much more enjoyable to watch even if it feels like uncomfortable at the time yeah then to like allow your nerves to get like the better of you when it comes to interviewing and things like this and then you're like that was actually really painful to watch about. Like that person like did not look comfortable or anything like that. So having a podcast, I think, allows you to get familiar and comfortable with that sort of thing.
0: Yeah. So what is, because obviously it's called Rated R. Yeah. So what was the whole objective, ambition? It's kind
3: of like varied a little bit, but my goal and like what I kind of wanted it to be was I kind of wanted it to be almost educational like there's so many podcasts out there that are just girl talk talking about that sort of things and I have my ones for that that I like to watch already so I wanted to do something that felt very true to me but like wasn't what everyone else was doing and I love like either like a book or I've listened to a podcast or something where I actually learned something and I took something away from it because that's they're the episodes or the shows or whatever um that i go away and i tell someone about like when i meet up with my friends i'm just like oh my god so i was listening to this podcast episode the other day and i learned this so i was just kind of tapping into like what i like to learn about and it's not just about like sex or like things like that it's just about i called it rated r because i just wanted it to be about adult conversations and that Mm -hmm. could be anything like i've had some really great guests on like um, just talking about like relationships and like um, like a sex therapist because that sounds like a really daunting thing but whenever I ask my audience if you could have the chance to ask yeah. someone like this because not everyone has access to it what would you want to say? Yeah, yeah. So, like I've never had so many questions because people go through relationship problems all of the time but you just kind of have to deal with it yourself yeah, or like talk yeah. about it with your friends so while my audience that have come over maybe from like YouTube or Instagram where we feel like we're friends but I've got the opportunity to talk to someone like that Yeah, they take full advantage of it and really really love it so getting back into it being more educational and getting those kind of guests on is something that I really want to do but my first season was filled with guests so you want to listen go to like the <laughs> rated r podcast um and go back to my season one we yes. literally covered so many like fun and interesting stuff i also think on it
0: i've had this conversation a couple of times on here and also not but people don't dare talk about sex or like sexual topics even with friends sometimes and i think i've watched quite a lot of your content and even in the what's the name of your new series in the car the Car- carpool thing yeah. is, yeah, yeah, yeah. I absolutely love it. And, like, you, you've you talked on there to Poppy or whoever it is about, you know, would you do this or this? And it's, sometimes it's a bit like those questions that you don't dare ask, but you have a really nice way of just being able to talk about it where it's not
3: uncomfortable. Yeah, like, do you know what? A lot of people have said that, and I also feel that way about when I am talking about it. I don't think I've ever really asked a question or, like, delivered a question to somebody else where it's just come out really, like, vulgar and crude. Like, it's never really... It's delivered with intent of just, like, I I genuinely want to know. And I think it's fun to talk about this kind of stuff that's literally, like, what my podcast interests Because it is fun, like... As much as people, like, might think that they don't want to talk about it, when it's spoken about in the right way... Yeah. Everyone's doing it, like, behind closed doors, really. So, like, why can't we talk about it? And isn't it just... that We should talk about it more. Right, and then, you know, like, sometimes when you have that moment where... You you might be like... girls like... Has this ever happened to like, anyone else? And you say something... And then they're like... Oh my god, <laughs> yes. And then suddenly everyone's sharing. that. Like, not that just such like a moment? And I just feel like... I really kind of want to like... Have those moments... And like... Ask those sorts of questions... To yeah. the people that it kind of counts to... And we can get actual like... I educational guess, yeah. answers from... Um, so I think that's kind of where it came from. And I just thought like... I'm sure... Lots of 26-year-old girls like me want to ask those questions and don't have the platform and maybe don't feel comfortable. And I'm just fortunate that, like, I... A part of my personality just means that I can, like, ask those things without necessarily feeling uncomfortable. Or if I am uncomfortable, I'll be be real about it and I'll be just sort of deliver it in a way that's like, okay, like, this is a little (laughs) bit of a sticky one to ask, but blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. And then hopefully that puts other people at ease because... You'd be surprised, like some people literally don't have a circle of friends where that's comfortable, or like have parents that are really easy to talk to, or really anyone. So to be that like outlook to to someone is like it's something that I don't take lightly. Like I'm like really honoured that a lot of people use me to get the answers that they really need. So yeah, it's definitely something that I want to get more back into in the sense of at the moment my podcast is just sort of me chatting shit with the occasional guests like I want to get back into the guests and the more educational side of things but in season one we covered so many topics that I'm like what can we talk about now but um no it's definitely something especially with the like career goals I have that I think I want to get back into now podcasting's fun isn't it and it's
0: almost like I know we film them and we record them and then we put them out but it is almost like I think what's different about it to making, like, visual, more visual content or visual-led content is that you do just feel like you're having a conversation behind closed doors that no one's ever going to listen to and then you actually put it out and you're like,
3: oh, people are listening to this. Yeah, and I think podcasts are just more accessible to everyone. Like, you can't always watch a YouTube video on the way to work. Like, you can just pop your headphones in and listen to whatever or you go for a walk and put your headphones in to listen. Like, they're just... I think that's why they've just blown up and become so much more popular because that's what people want is like on those commutes and the journeys like something yeah. to listen to and if they're visual then amazing but you know I don't always have to signal for that and I don't want to you know go over my contract yeah. in terms of like the data that I'm using to like have to watch but like to listen yeah. it's different and it's better and I think um yeah like just to pop a podcast on while you're like dotting around the house so therefore yeah. you don't have to watch something people have just really tapped into that.
0: Yeah, I love it. I, um, yeah, it is. You can just have it on in the background, can't you? Yeah, I Um. think
3: that's what it is. It's just, like, people have their podcasts that they just love to have, like, on in the background or their journey to work. They're like, it's Monday, it's time
0: to listen. Like, that kind of thing. Yeah, I love it. Okay, so final question that I ask everyone on the show is, what is your version of beauty?
3: I think we kind of, like, tapped into it earlier. And I think... Beauty, for me, is just all about energy. I think you can... Like, what makes... Even if it's just walking into a room and, like, just the energy that the room gives, just the the way that it's presented and stuff like that, or even from a person, like, they might be the most technically... visually beautiful person, let's Mm -hmm. say, and that's obviously going to be different to everyone... But their energy will be what you remember, like, the way that they present themselves, the the just vibes that they give off. I think that, for me, is, like, the thing that stands out. And I think that's, therefore, what I would be, like, just make them, like, extra beautiful, almost. Yeah. And like, but it doesn't necessarily have to come from someone like that. It could just literally be anything. And I think working on your energy and, like, your inner self and you know, whatever that may be, if it's just being, like, a better friend, a better girlfriend, a better daughter, a better, like, whatever, and that will just radiate from you. That is, like, your energy is from within, and I think that radiates, like, and, you know, you just know, like, you know, we all know someone that when they walk into a room, like, their energy just, you're just, like, number one makes you so happy that they're there, but it just makes them... I don't know, like, beautiful to you because it's almost as if they're, like, glowing and they just brought this, like, aura in with them and it's because they're just so happy and positive and it's clearly because they're just so comfortable with who they are and that's why when I ever get questions about, like, how to feel more confident or something, the bottom line is, is always just about, yeah, I could tell you, like, if it's the outside that's making you feel down, you know, start working out. Like, those things are just so, like, surface level, but, like, what will make, you beautiful and confident within yourself always, like, comes from within and it will always just radiate through. So I think, for me, it's just about, like, having a beautiful energy and aura and you underestimate the impact that that has and how that's how people will remember you, not from the way that you look.
0: Yeah. It is so funny. I usually end the episode there, but it is so funny because I think we do put so much emphasis on, like, external factors and putting money into the best makeup and the best hair and the personal trainers and clothes and stuff and it actually if you feel shit within you like
3: exactly and i think have we not all been in a situation where you could be like yeah her makeup was nice but god she was dull yeah or just like yeah. something <laughs> like that like god yeah she had the nicest hair but god she had a face like a slapdash yeah, like you know yeah. what i mean like yeah. things like that that's what you remember like yes i can appreciate beauty from the outside but to like I think the best compliment you could ever be given is to just be, like, when I met you, like, your energy was just so positive and confident, and that, I think, always just is, like, kind of, like, the more attractive thing, and if we're associating sort of, like, beauty with, like, attraction in that sense, like, yeah, like, that's what I would say is the most important thing to work on. You can always improve yourself, and, like I said, being a better daughter, friend. Yeah. I got that from, um this girl called Haley that I interviewed for my podcast and I wanted her on it because she is the definition of like, obviously she's a beautiful girl, but like just talking to her and like everything about her was just so beautiful. Like the way yeah. it was like delivered and you can just tell that that is a confident girl. And that is something that I really wanted to talk yeah. to her about. And cause what I get a lot of questions on about like being confident, like I appreciate that people obviously think that about me but like, yeah, like so to therefore talk about it with somebody else where you can like feel it. And when I was talking to her, I just couldn't. I was just so like drawn to her yeah. because yeah, her her energy and aura was it matched yeah. Yeah. matched up. Yeah, it says a lot, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, I love
0: that. But thank you, and thank you for your time and thanks for sharing. It's been really. I'd like
1: We loved could have sat it. here and talked. To, like, I do.
3: Like, Harry needs to go. Like we we're, we're just. Being
1: luxury quality within reach go to quince.com style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order quince.com style yeah but i know <laughs> <laughs> thank
3: you so much for having me honestly i
1: don't do this often and it's been
3: a pleasure
0: thanks if you like this episode hit subscribe and leave us a review